And we're back. My name is Mar. And I'm Sadie. And this is the podcast where we read the books so you don't have to. But today we are not reading a book because we are back with another book. And we're hoping that you guys are liking these. It seems like you are because some of the times we do these episodes Mm -hmm. and we come to the conclusion that we are not reading the book. We're not reading the book. And sometimes we get to the end and we're like, oh, my gosh, we have to read this book now. It's confirmed because we are we're busy women. We've got things to do, places to be. You guys are busy people. We don't want to waste your precious time. (laughs) So we're going to give you some good content today. And we're starting off with a hypothetical question. Come on. We just were literally like, I want to know this. So the hypothetical question is, would you rather live for another 80 years and never leave your house or live for another 10 years and be free to go wherever you want? This is like, I don't want to say scary question, but it's weird to me because like you, you know, in the doomsdays, like stuff when people have doomsday shelters, like they could be in there forever and they're living it up. But I think the excitement about the world is going out and seeing it. Mm -hmm. And so I think, but as a mother, I think I would want to live another 80 years and never have to leave the house because it's saying I don't have to leave the house, not other people. Even though it might be crazy, I still get to see my kids grow up. I They could bring their grandchildren to me. I can still kind of live life that way and still see people. And people's like kind of what I care more about people than seeing other things. So I think I would take 80 years, but I can't leave the house. Wow. But at least I'm in a house. I'm not in the apartment I'm in now. I'm in a house, baby. I got room I was, to move. I was just about to say, but that does that mean the place that you're literally in right in that moment? Like the house that you are currently oh. in? Because if it is... <laughs> Well, then I'm good. 10 years, please. (laughs) Or it's like, give me 10 years. Well, just I like that idea, though, of people coming to see you. It doesn't mean that you can't like not see anybody, but that you just couldn't leave your house. Well, I think I would go crazy. I think I would have to take the 10 years. I really do. But but then. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, Mar. It's done. Well, actually, it does make me sound so selfish, though, when I think about it. It's like, yeah, I wouldn't get to see my kids grow up and I wouldn't get. That sounds crazy. But then at the same time, I'm like, I literally cannot imagine being. Well, for me, it's the fact of being inside anywhere. Mm. I am a person that has to be outside every day. I have to be. It's like taking me a walk like a dog. Like, literally, I have to be outside (laughs) like you. I have energy and I need to get it out. And Joel always be like, can you just go and walk yourself? I'm like, no, that's boring. You're here. We have to go. He's like, you have to go. You are the one with all this (laughs) pent up energy. Like, take yourself on a walk. But I think the idea of just being anywhere it just inside where you cannot go outside into the world oh i think i would go crazy yeah but also if you think about it you could bring anything to you like if you're Ooh. rich too like you see the things that people put on at their houses put a pool inside your house you want to go swim put a pool in there okay so i guess we're changing this hypothetical into if you get to pick your own dream house <laughs> if you lived in a mansion okay then yeah then no I because would... you could have a bowling alley a movie theater you could, have an you aqu- could... like i was gonna say an aquarium an aquarium <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could have like you could have a roller coaster. In no, there. you could have like one of those sunrooms. Like you could have, uh, yeah, you, you could know, have a beach in your house. Yeah, <laughs> people do anything. You could have if you had like glass ceilings and glass rooms. Then I would See, totally you would feel be, like you're outside exactly, anyway. Exactly, like, but that would be cheating because I feel like truly the question is you're inside. <laughs> I feel like the question is if you're in the place you you're put actually grass in. inside. You're like I'm gonna go outside in my sunroom, but I'm still inside. <laughs> See, then I would then I would too. Eighty. Yeah, see, because like you're you're just making it uh whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't know. Listeners, tell us what you would do. Would you do eighty years inside, mm-hmm. ten years outside? Put it on our latest Instagram post. Yeah. I'm always so curious. Someone did that. They put they put um 
they've just put Margaret's the ring. Yes, on the I last post, and I did not, and I loved it. I was like, oh, she's a listener. Yeah, she's I a real it. one. She gets it. So comment on our last Instagram post, just eighty years or ten years, and we'll know what you mean. Mm-hmm. But for this EBTV, we're looking at the book called School for Good Mothers, mm. and as a mother to be. And as a mother over there with two kids, <laughs> we are terrified of yes. this book because the school for good mothers, come on. Does that mean we're getting put in it? Does that mean I we know, should go seriously. to it? I don't know. And so this book came out January 2022. Jessamine Chan wrote it. It was her first book, mm. but she's written short stories and things like that before. The reason I found this was because it was on President Obama's favorite book of 2022 yeah and his lists are iconic he's a good reader he's a great reader he also has good music taste like he kind of puts out what is it three big lists it's like his books his music and one other one. Oh, it's his shows the shows oh, he watches yeah. and i love it i'm always down for it and so he put this on his list so i was like well we have to we have yeah. to look at it we have to see if you know his tastes are equal to our own okay yeah. for sure let's see <laughs> yeah let's see and so mar do you want to give us a little a little overview of what this book is about yeah so this book is by jessamine chain uh chan my mm-hmm. bad not chain chan i apologize jessamine uh but As, because jessamine is listening she's so we apologize she to you she's actually here today come okay. on up <laughs> <laughs> Mar, it's like your favorite bit and here they come because <laughs> one day it'll happen it's i'm believing true. It. it's true so basically yes so i'm going to read uh not an excerpt but the description of this book to you guys so we can just have an overview of what it is about so it says Frida Liu is struggling. She doesn't have a career worthy of her Chinese immigrant parents' sacrifices. She can't persuade her husband, Gus, to give up his wellness-obsessed younger mistress. Only with Harriet, their daughter, does Frida finally attain the perfection expected of her. Harriet may be all she has, but she is just enough. Until Frida has a very bad day. The state has its eye on mothers like Frida. The ones who check their phones, letting their children get injured on the playground, who let their children walk home alone. Because of one, of, because of one moment of pure judgment, a host of government officials will now determine if Frida is a candidate for a big brother-like institution that measures the success of failure of a mother's devotion. Faced with the possibility of losing Harriet, Frida most, must prove that a bad mother can be redeemed, that she can learn to be good. Yeah, so essentially this book, if you've read The Handmaid's Tale, it, it's really giving that vibe. It's also giving 1984, but for mothers, like, mm. but for moms. And so the idea is that Frida, like you said, this Chinese-American mom, she leaves her daughter home alone for this set amount of time. Yeah. Like, she basically is having this horrible day. She's going through this moment, and she just is like, okay, going to leave her daughter alone for this set period of time. And basically her neighbors report her, yeah. and then she gets sent to this government reform school where they have to spend a year there, like the mothers have to spend a year there and try to get to try to get their parental rights back. But if they mess up once, they'd never get to see yeah. their kids again. And so it's a very interesting plot. It's very spooky. It's very yeah. much like and what's interesting is so the author of this book, Jessamine, she wrote it over a five year period. So from 2014 to 2019, she wrote it and took a lot of time. And so she was kind of like just working on it in her own thoughts, her own mind. And then what's actually interesting, she released it, like we said, in 2022, like post-COVID, the political climate had really shifted in America and the U.S., like very divisive. And then also all of the women's like abortion rights Mm -hmm. and all of that kind of was a a massive discussion and a massive topic. And so she was saying that was really interesting that year, how that book also happened to come out in the wake of all of that. 
Um, And so I was just really curious of what your thoughts were on this idea of like, she left her child home alone Mm. for what is it like two hours? Yeah. And I don't know how old her daughter was. Oh, oh, never mind. Yeah. Well, I was going to say like, what kind of empathy, like what, what are your feelings around that? Because my initial instinct is just like, no, Mm. absolutely not. Like 18 months. No, forget it. Like I, and so at some level, it's like, I understand, like, the neighbors should report yes. because you need an adult there. And whether that's, hey, you ask a neighbor to watch or a friend or you or even just to help that mom get in a space where they can have the support that they yeah. need or that they have someone in their lives. But you absolutely should report it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This is like I I understand based off of, like, the reviews and other people who have read it. They said that this book kind of shows you how society puts this unexpected like ex- expectations on women on what it means to be a good mother and mm. we you know throughout this book i'm sure there are stories of women that did not deserve to get their kids taken away and that's the point of this book but when it comes to frida um i think she made a very big mistake i know for per- someone personally who this has happened to them and it has a negative impact and on top of that my son is two years old Right. Thinking of him at 18 months, that is a danger to that child. The things that they can get into. Malachi, like if I'm not looking like he could be getting into shelves and things like that, that he just is going to hurt him. Totally. And so it's like I definitely think it was right for them to report it. And I think I'm hoping that this book uh, shows yeah, the injustice of other mothers who didn't deserve, you know, getting their ch- killed to ch- children's <laughs> kids taken away by men shows like the injustice of that. But I also hope it shows Frida taking accountability mm. of like that. I'm not one of those women, though. I am a woman that like, yes, I left my child home alone for two hours to step out to get a coffee. Take your child with you. Right. You can take your kids anywhere. Do you not believe that thing that once you have a kid, you have to stay home and you can't do anything? no. Take them with you. Yeah, I'm so curious of like what they portray this as. Because if you just read the premise, that sounds horrific. Yeah. And you're like, what? Of course they should report her. Yes. Of course she should sh- She should get sent to this like hypothetical school. Yeah. Because it's like, well, yeah, like that is insan- insanity. But you were even telling me a couple stories of like mothers that, it, yeah, like when they're caught doing things that are quote unquote like Oh, are they a good mother or not? Yeah. Do you want to share what those were? Yeah, for sure. I definitely think like there was a, a story in the news once of a woman who was at the airport. She laid her daughter down or baby. I don't know if it's a daughter, but laid her baby down um, on a blanket in the airport. Right. And she, someone snapped this picture of the baby crying and the mom on the phone. And they're like, how what a bad mother she is. Her baby's laying on the airport floor, all this stuff. And the woman spoke out and she's like, nobody talks about all the things that happened before this. Right. You take one picture and it deems you as a bad mother. She's like, I had been on that on the airplane all day. She had been in a carrier. You know, she needed to st- stretch out. I was on my phone for the first time that day to tell my husband that we had landed. And then the baby started to cry. And then nobody's got, got the picture of as soon as she started to cry, I put my phone down and I picked her up and I sued her. Like nobody talks about that stuff. Which is just so insane to me because I'm like, I feel like the first rule of just any encounter with, especially even a stranger, but anybody is never assume. Yes. Like literally never assume. One thing that's so funny, um, I was telling my husband about this is when you, because we can get super annoyed at drivers, right? Yeah. Like you can get super annoyed at people in cars where you're like, you are being ridiculous. You're driving recklessly. You're driving stupidly. Like it's so easy to get frustrated because mm-hmm. you basically put an assumption on what they're doing, how they should be driving, yes. even if they are driving dangerously or poorly. Yeah. And so I told Joel, I was like, I can't remember where I heard this, but it was like, just imagine 
that they are having to take a massive shiz. <laughs> like, literally, imagine they are in a crisis diarrhea moment. Yeah. And that is why they are driving the way yeah. they are. If you just imagine that, it takes all the your emotions yeah. out of it. It's like they can still. It, it, I think what's frustrating about this scenario, obviously, is you want people to be on the road who are safe and caring about yes. the drivers. But if you literally just imagine that they are in a crisis diarrhea, like For they sure. are about to blow their pants, yep. then it takes all the energy out of it. And you're just like, well, I hope you get home safe. Yeah, like, I hope I, you find the store. If you're not there, you don't know the true reason why. Exactly. But then also, like, from my own experience, it is really hard, even, like, as a parent, seeing other people parent, like, in public. Mm. You know how many times I'll see people, like, I will, just the other day I was in Target, and I see this little girl in sitting in the cart, right? No mother to be found. She's just sitting in the cart, and she's looking around. And I'm very hyper aware of, like, baby snatchers because they're real and kidnappers. And I'm, like, literally, I stand there. I could have very well been the person to take this kid. And if I wanted to, I probably could have. Like, where is the mother? And I'm looking around, and she's, like, two aisles over looking at something, right? She's, like, looking at her kid back there. But once again, just like Frida, take your child Mm, with you. It is so hard. There was, like, one time in Walmart where this baby, she was just screaming. She was upset. The parents not even looking at her. And I stood there for a good few minutes because I like to make sure I'm judging correctly. Okay. <laughs> Mars, like, I want to make sure if I'm judging, it's correct. I'm yeah, saying- because I, I have never said anything, but so many times where I have been tempted to be like, you know what? Like, can you tend to your child? Because mm-hmm. it actually hurts my heart when I see kids like being treated poorly. And it's like there are. So the school for mothers thing, like it's not real, right? But and, and it could be probably cruel, right? You, some people get should get numerous chances to to fix a mistake. It takes time, but also like, do you think it's something that is needed? Well, I'm curious because I like the idea of there being a reform school versus just automatically like penalized and put in jail oh, or something sure, like that. Yes, but I think that this is supposed to be like very dystopian, where it's like. You're there for a year. If you mess up once, you're done. It's very doomsday. So like, but I do, I do like the idea, of course, of like, I think a lot of other countries have so much more healthy of a system of, um, even just like prison system and everything Mm. where it's set up in a way to help you assimilate back into society, reform back into society versus just put you away. Yeah. And like hide the problem, quote unquote. But I'm interested because even in those scenarios that you're talking about, I'm like, I wonder what the story was going on. Yeah. It always makes me wonder because at, actually we were out, we were out the other night, Joel and I, were, and we were at a park and it's just like a cliff and there's like water. It's not mm-hmm. like a real, it's like a steep descent. It's not like a dramatic cliff, but okay. there was like water there and there's all these like fences to keep mm-hmm. obviously people on the other side, whatever. And there's tons of people there and this uh, big family was like tons. It's like moms, cousins, all yeah. the aunts, everything like all the nieces and nephews and like the parents were just like kind of observing but not really and their kids were going over the fence yeah and they were little and this lady was like yelling from far away she's like there's a fence there for a reason like Mm -hmm. she's like stop letting your kids go over and it was really funny because i'm like well yeah she's not wrong but then also i'm like the adults are there and like Mm -hmm. there's so few i was telling joel i'm like there's so few reasons that i would go out of my way to like get in a stranger's face and it all has to do it would be safety yeah it would only be like safety things but i do think you're right sometimes of like there is there is a power in speaking up and there's a power like if you see something say something yes because what are the chances that it could be helpful you know like so there's a flip side to everything and so yeah i feel like uh, i can't even oh i'm just like that is the one thing about being a mother i'm like 
I, I just hope people just assume the best of me. Like, I hope when they see me in places yeah. that they're just assuming that I'm doing my best. And But also um, not caring if they don't. I think that's yeah. something that comes with time. Because at least for me, when I first had Malachi, I was super like, I cried over everything. Because I was just so worried that like I wasn't going to do a good job or what other people would think of me. And then being confident as a mother, being confident in who you are, knowing that the decisions that I'm making are good for my child. But then... I think you can be confident in that if it's, if you're reaching to other resources to make sure that you're always growing. That's what I was about to say. It's literally being confident in like the decisions you make, but then recognizing you have room to learn and grow. Oh, for sure. Because we I always like do. Yep. And so it's good. like even like that woman like saying that, I wonder if I would have said the same thing because I only ever say it for safety. Right. If I saw a kid going over a fence where they could slip and fall and the parents are not paying attention, I'm not going to say you're a bad parent, but I'm going to say, hey, You've got kids right. and you're in a public area and you never know who could take your kids. You never know what they could get into. Like when I go out with my children, like I always say there's two different personalities, right? A mother without her kids and a mother with her kids. Because when you're with your kids, you need to be hyper aware because right. God has entrusted you to keep those children safe. It doesn't mean that you don't let them maybe do something like climb a tree or something like that because you need to let them live and adventure a little bit. But I'm right there and I'm watching and I'm ready to catch them if they fall you know and so it's like when i see people in target like i haven't said anything but i'll stand there and wait for them to come back and i think it's enough for them to know like oh maybe i shouldn't have left my kid there because like that could have been anybody and you're yeah, like see you it's know? nice if there's like this kind of camaraderie of moms of being like knowing that you're helping like keep an eye out for each other yeah yeah i don't know it's so interesting i have like so many mixed thoughts about it i'm like <laughs> I'm excited, but I'm also like I I'm I tend to be though more in my personality mm. of like hands off and as far yeah. as like other people's stuff and like if they ask for my opinion, I'll give them my opinion. Yeah, if not, sure. if not. But I do think, yeah, this idea of like Frida and getting sent to this reform school mm. because of that reason, I'm very very curious of like the people that she is going to meet in the school, oh, yeah. the stories. Like I'm very curious too, kind of what it ends up being. Like I'm like, are is it going to end up being like, does she go back to her kid? Wow, yeah. Does she not? Does, like, well, how does it end? Does she fight? To me, it gives that vibe where she fights the system. Ooh, interesting. Of, like, you are treating us on poorly. But are they, like, but poorly. in the reform school, I'm curious, like, like fighting the reform school or fighting, like, this unjust idea that they some of these women get put there? You know what I mean? I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe a little bit of everything of, like, because I, I'm hoping that she recognizes that, like, what she did was wrong. Because mm-hmm. I think based yeah, off yeah. the description, like, no, that's wrong. Yeah, based on the description, it's objectively yeah. unsafe. I was like, I don't care what your reason is. Take the right. kid with you. Yeah, 100%. Care. But these other reasons where some people were even saying, like, in the book, it talks about uh, somebody was left outside. They would just let their child play outside, you know, while they were inside. Well, that's and it's fine, like, yeah. And it's like, you know, and I think it de- to, for me, it depends on the scenario where it's like, I'm never going to point out when someone's playing in the yard. But for me, I would want as a mother, I'd want to be outside if it's like an open yard, if I don't have a fence. Like if it's a fence, like who cares? Go outside and play. But if anybody can come and take my kid, like I'm going to be out there watching, like don't run in the street, things like that. But I still don't think that's a reason to take a child from their mother. No, 100%. If they well, choose I'm, that. I'm smiling so hard right now because I'm like, oh my gosh, if that was a reason like the way that I feel like our parents' generation parented, wow, yeah. oh my gosh, everything would have been a reason. Yeah. I'm like thinking about all the freedom that we got. Like our, my house is like, or my childhood home is like set up against this like wash. It's like a huge, big, I don't even, it's called a wash, but I don't know how to explain it very well in the sense that like it is 
a massive like a runoff from the mountains. Mm. So like if there's rain, which was hardly ever in Arizona, but it would all come down this huge kind of like ditch almost, Mm. but it was big. It was massive. And so that you could go down in it and play in it and hide in it and stuff. And we were right up against the mountain. So when we were done with school, like we could literally go play mm-hmm. and buy either we'd get a set time that we had to come back or like my mom had this like bell or whatever. So if she needed us to yeah. come back. We could, we would go yeah. and play for hours. Like we would literally creative play, be outside playing for hours. And then we knew, okay, if it was this time we had to come yeah. back, that was just how it was. But how we old would were go you? On, but, mm, I guess it would range anywhere between like it, we wouldn't, it, we wouldn't go by ourselves if we yeah. were little, but like anywhere between like eight and literally eight and 15 like well like eight up basically yeah. even younger like seven up if we were like siblings mm-hmm. and it's so funny because it's like i never once thought i was unsafe and now as a parent i'm like oh my gosh like how do you feel comfortable like how do you get to that place where you you slowly let your kid have more and more freedoms oh yeah and like even going on bike rides by ourselves like literally we could do yeah. that when we were little not I, by ourselves yeah. but you could go yeah. and so i feel like now i'm like oh my gosh every single thing our parents did probably People be like, that's not safe. That's, you know. I think also because the times are different. I think Mm. back then people trusted each other more. Mm. And now we're in this time where it's like people, like there's a lot of more hurt in the world, I think. Or maybe it's like you're able to see it more. I think it's that. More aware. I think it's that. Yeah. And it's like, because honestly, like in those scenarios, like I'm sure there have been like even back then people getting snatched because like you're not even thinking about it. But now we're so hyper aware of what could happen that it's like it kind of keeps us from giving people freedom. And yeah. I think like for me, it's like I think I'd be fine with my kids doing that. You know, it's like after they reach a certain age of like, but you're never alone. Right. You're going with at least a group of people. Right. Like because I've watched this document of like where when people like take your kids, like what they look for. See, that's just so crazy. Because yeah. it's like, I want, I want I think to be you have prepared. to be aware of the neighborhood you're in. I think you have to be yes. aware of where you, where they are and like literally the risk assessment of where you're at. Yes. If you're in a safe neighborhood, like I'd be like, go like, but I still want to know where you're at. Totally. I want to know who you're with. And right. there's a time you got to come home. Easy. So if you don't come home, I know, oh, there's something wrong. Right. You know? Yeah. It's so, inter- yeah, it's so fascinating. I feel like there's going to be so many things that I wouldn't have really thought about before that we did growing up that mm. now I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, like I have to, I'm going to have to get okay with it. Yeah. Like even the idea of getting okay with letting your kid like drive away for the first time, like it'd oh be like, my. okay, you got this. Like, I I'll see you. Like, oh. I'm like, where are you going? Why would that literally be you? You'd be like two cars away. You're like, I'm just going to oh, make sure honestly, they get there. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I might. Oh, I might. I can see that. I, it's I, fine. Love that for you. I love, love my baby. If you ever listen to this, Malachi, it's because I love you, baby. That's why. He's like, oh, my gosh, mom. It comes out li- literally later. He's like, I went to Dairy Queen first time by myself. And you're like sitting in the car looking at Colin. You are not like, by yourself. You're not by yourself, but you felt like you were. And that's what matters. You know? Uh, well, interesting. Know. Okay. So what do you think? Do you want to read this book for the podcast? Wow. So are you interested in it? I am. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I really am just because I want to know what the stories are and I want to know what ended up with Frida. Yeah. I literally want to end up, I want to know what ends up happening. Does she go back to her kid? Does she not? And honestly, anything Obama puts on his list, yeah, I will read because his tastes are impeccable. Seriously. So good. Okay. Well, listeners, tell us if you want to read it, but we're, we're pretty convinced. Yeah. So if you want us to listen to it and you want a full episode on what it's all about, uh, you could just leave it down in the comments below or go to our Instagram, comment on our most recent posts. Give this a five star because we want to smash that. I'm just kidding. Yes. (laughs) Also, 
Actually, never mind. Mar. Sorry. <laughs> if you guys ever want us to go to video form, give this a five stars. Oh, we're love thinking to. about it. Ooh. Here's the thing. I have a lot of facial reactions. I'm very reactive. Mar is too. Come on. I'm, I'm terrified to see that. But if you would like to see it, let us know. Yeah. Let us know. And maybe we'll do it. So we hope you guys enjoyed this version, this episode of the EBTB. And we will see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.